0: Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code RebagNew. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R E B A G.com. And use promo code RebagNew for 5%
1: off your first purchase. Betches Media Presents. A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Testing down. Remove him from office. No justice, no peace.
2: Cast a vote that will make you proud. The
0: Betches Up Podcast. Will you shut oh, up, man? Reason? Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman.
3: I'm Brian Russell-Smith. I'm
0: Sammy Sage. And if this is your first time tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit going on in the news brought to you by your three funniest friends. Which is us.
3: It is indeed us. It is.
0: (laughs) It is us. So this is the last Monday of 2020. We made it. Some housekeeping notes. We have the same podcast schedule as last week. We're going to have shows for you today and tomorrow. And on Wednesday, we will be back with the second part of our Q&A episode. And then next week, you will have even more
1: options. We have a very exciting announcement from Sammy. And sup? (laughs) <laughs> yes, the Vetch is up. So the Vetch is up is expanding. Everyone, we are coming out with a new podcast, and that new podcast is. I know some of you have been following my morning announcements either on the Vetch is up or on my personal personal account, and I am turning that into a podcast. It's going to be five minutes every weekday. Um, it's going to be really exciting. Basically, I'm just going to break down the you know top stories that are happening in five minutes. Um, it's going to be available much earlier than I've been doing on my, on my account. So if you're up prior to eight 30, you can hear the news. You can listen on Spotify. You can listen on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts and you will hear the news in five minutes. Um, What else else am I missing? There's a trailer that's up. So exciting. Yeah, the trailer's up. Yeah. So the biggest, I mean, the best thing you could possibly do for me would be to follow me on Spotify or subscribe on iTunes. Leave me a review if you already like it. Also, I know a lot of you asked what I'll still be doing on my personal account and I'm gonna continue doing some morning announcements there. It just might be a little shorter, or it might be a little bit more off the cuff, or I might only go into like one story. It's gonna kind of change based on what's going on there. So, thank you so much for your support, and I'm really excited. Yes, and
0: we we are of course still doing the batch of up newsletter every day at noon, which is another great way to get your headlines. That's a great compliment
1: to and you get everything, and you get everything that was between like last night and exactly today, because, you know, things do happen on a rolling basis. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense for us for SUP for 2021,
0: because a lot of a lot of people have asked, are you still going to do SUP daily? Is it going to be the same? Of course, it became clear to us quite quickly going daily that that's what you guys wanted, and we're going to keep it going. It's fun for us. It's a way to get to all the stories we want to. But, you know, without the election, we do expect and have already found that there aren't necessarily as many 911 emergencies every day. I mean there are, but they can start to feel a little bit repetitive and of course running up to election and all of 2020 was crazy. Every day was enough content for however long we wanted to go. So we're still going to do stuff in 2021 of course, but we're going to focus these, you know, 30-minute episodes on the headlines of course, but now we might have even the luxury to go a little bit deeper and spend some time. Hopefully, you've noticed us do this already on a couple shows, on shows where we've had Millie on, who will stick around. Uh, just go a little bit deeper into some of these subjects. So definitely get in touch with us about what you want to hear more of. We're excited to be able to spend more time and get into more depth on these things because there's been so many times, Sammy, the past year where we're just in the middle of like an amazing conversation about a specific topic, but we've already talked for 35 minutes about you know the 911s of the day and have always thought like, oh, how great it would be to just talk about these things or to have more time. And it looks like we will. So we're really excited to do more of that.
1: Yeah. And the beauty of the Betcha Up podcast, as you all know it, is that we get to joke about things. We get to lay, like, yes. kind of throw around random commentary. You're not just coming here so that you can get a quick rundown of the info. You're coming here because you want to hear us talk about it. So these are really, you know, compliments, to your daily listening, you have the information early in the morning, and then you have your jokes and analysis later in the afternoon. Yeah. Depending the, what time the, it comes the up. morning announcements are funny though, Sammy,
0: you you Thank get you. some you get you, you get some jokes in there. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to NUULY.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's NUULY.com, Newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes.
0: Okay, so let's get into the news. Last night, outgoing President Donald Trump signed into law a major coronavirus stimulus package. He did so after making a huge fuss about the bill, demanding final additions and delaying much-needed support only to sign it and get nothing in return. Trump put the fate of the $900 billion relief package at risk when he demanded that Congress the $600 checks his own White House negotiated with direct payments of $2,000 and get rid of, quote, wasteful spending. So remember, this bill was tied to an overall government funding plan. So it did include a ton of provisions. You know, if you were watching that insane speech he did with apparently no one around listing all the things he didn't like about the covid relief bill, there were things in there that maybe sounded off to you. But those were all part of an overall spending bill. Um, This bill was needed to continue to fund the government. Ultimately, Trump got no concessions in return for holding up the bill. Instead, he basically just revealed the Republican Party's failure to provide for the American people during times of crisis just one week before the Senate runoffs that will determine the balance of power in Congress. All of this for nothing.
1: (laughs) He just did it to be to cause chaos. It's just his like, I'm just happy there's no government shutdown. I really couldn't like mentally add that. On. I was barely even processing that as a possibility, to be honest. I was oh assuming God. it was going to happen.
0: <laughs> Good. I'm glad one of
1: us
3: was. I, I, part of me wonders, like, yes, it, it, maybe his intention was to be, like, chaotic. But I also think, like, do you think maybe he's just that dumb that and bad at negotiating that he thought maybe something could happen? That, like, oh, oh, I want to make this better and be known for this before I go. But instead, like, he just revealed that Republicans don't want to give people money. Right.
0: Yeah, it was a very strange move to it was a very strange show to put on for five days. It's hard to extract any sort of motive and figure out what it was other than and then in five years, he can just say, oh, I tried to give you two thousand dollars. And his supporters will only remember that they won't remember that he caused chaos out the door. And so let's get into the details of how this has caused harm to people. A hundred percent. So Trump's signature does avert the government shutdown that would have started Tuesday. If the spending bill didn't pass, the government would have shut down and thousands of federal workers would have been furloughed without income during a pandemic. Trump took so long to sign this bill that his delay really looks like it's functionally going to cut a week off from the benefits. Certain pandemic relief programs lapsed on Saturday and Trump signed the bill on Sunday. As a result, more than 12 million Americans could experience delays in aid it's now likely that many workers will lose a whole week of unemployment benefits and go a week without the $300 supplemental benefit. So originally that benefit was 11 weeks and it could be 10 weeks now. However, that could be retroactive. So if you are budgeting and need to make plans according to this, definitely watch CNN and watch closely. It really looks like this could be retroactive and you could get this money that you, that America owes you eventually, but not this week. And this is also going to delay likely the distribution of $600 direct payments. So People are struggling and need everything that they can get right now. Rent is due if they are able to pay it, even though this did expand some eviction moratoriums. But just a
1: callous, the cruelty is the point. Mm -hmm. It's like, do these people not understand that there are millions, tens of millions of Americans actively starving right now? Children who are starving, they're not in school, like... Do they not get that the afternoon Trump spent golfing was actively harmful to people and will actually kill certain people? Like it's just so the cruelty is the point.
3: Yeah, he throws that fucking press conference and then golfs for three days and says he neg- is negotiating a deal and then doesn't do anything for anyone. Instead, instead he just made everything worse. <laughs> like like this, yeah,
0: everything. Like yeah. <laughs>
3: everything <laughs>
0: He didn't get any concession. I mean, so the 5,000 page bill was flown to Mar-a-Lago for Trump to sign, where it just waited in Florida for days while Trump Mm -hmm. golfed. Uh, Mm -hmm. It sort of reminded me of that scene in The Devil Wears Prada where Anne Hathaway brings the book, but if Miranda Priestly did not give one single solitary fuck about (laughs) what the pages said. And just for some more color, while all this was going down, Trump was golfing. Mike Pence, who heads the coronavirus task force, was enjoying the holidays in Vail, Colorado, while Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin took a jaunt to Mexico. Well, 330,000 Americans have died. And as Sammy said, people are actively hungry. I know we all saw these devastating food lines over the holidays that have not gotten shorter. Uh, We're just seeing more of them because I think it's just astounding that the degree of poverty has persisted this long without any any intervention.
3: I mean, and it's it's it was I feel like it's all it does is, you know, in this lead up to the, you know, Georgia runoff. It really just boosts this idea that Democrats and people are tr- they are trying to support, you know, give support to the people. And Republicans are actively doing the opposite of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the House plans to vote on these $2,000 checks today. So this is likely a symbolic move to force Republicans to vote against it, to be on record voting against it, which I'm here That's for. That's a good
1: symbol. Mm-hmm. It's
0: a good symbol. This is what I'm talking about when we're like Democrats need to play dirtier. This is such a, like an obvious
1: move, but it's not even dirty. It's just like... We want to give those not Not like we're doing it because we don't want the money like we want people to have the money.
0: Right. Exactly. They need to do this every chance they get because this sounds extreme and it is. But Republicans do shit like this all the time. Like Functional outcome is the same. Like they're really good at stopping money from getting from exceedingly rich people to exceedingly poor people they always interrupt it and this is this is no different but the senate meets tomorrow and has shown no signs it will heed trump's demand so trump basically is claiming that he was able to get concessions and that his little tantrum did, did impact. He that they are going to get two thousand dollar checks and he thinks they're going to investigate mass voter fraud. <laughs> Mitch McConnell has not signaled any intention to accommodate any of Trump's asks. So it sure looks like tomorrow, Kelly Leffler and David Perdue are going to be on record voting against $2,000 per American who makes under 75 K and likely for their children, which means over $10,000 for some families in Georgia tomorrow. And
1: that should be on every single ad between now and January 5th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, does does trump just not care that he's yeah i don't think he cares about the republicans winning i think he like is mad that they didn't coo with him and uh, (laughs) he has nothing at stake with the
0: republican party and how it looks right i mean does he have anything at stake
3: oh he doesn't well he doesn't really give a shit and i think now it seems like the they're trying they're kind of treating him like this guy who's just like yelling in the corner like yeah. Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain, you know, like, I don't know, because he like does, he's, he's, he he's like
1: sway over the base, like the actual humans yeah. that comprise the base.
3: Well, like, just like what she like, but like Mitch McConnell is ha- doesn't want to c- accommodate any of Trump's asks, like, and even like the Republicans in the Senate have been saying, like, oh, we really just need him to sign this bill. This is ridiculous, as opposed to maybe like prior to the election. Maybe they would have like swayed a little bit more, you know, or not been so. Do you like, think had a Trump?
0: I saw some discussions, people making the case that had Trump been this gung ho on two thousand dollars before the election and really pushed for it, that he could have won. What do you guys think? Not Those sure, aren't instant no's.
3: <laughs> I think yeah. if he had like had like worked. I think if he had effectively you know, done his job as president and treated the coronavirus like a pandemic and give people money every month and like try to like mitigate the spread, right. then maybe, you know, he would have won re election. And that's part of the thing, you know, like that's part of the whole package.
0: Right. This two thousand dollars is just part of an overall pattern of decisions he decided yeah. not to make to help people that lost him the election. So this is not Trump's only mess Congress will spend the week cleaning up. Last week, Trump vetoed a $750 billion defense policy bill. He did this because he objected to a few things. Number one, renaming military bases honoring Confederate leaders, the people that lost the Civil War, the traitors that lost the Civil War. And he also demanded a repeal of Section 230, which is an obscure provision of the Communications Indecency Act of 1996. So this stipulates that basically that Internet platforms aren't responsible or liable for what their users post. But it also states that these platforms have broad latitude to remove content. It does find objectionable or damaging. It's steps like this that people like Trump say violates their First Amendment rights when Twitter removes things like racist and misleading content about election fraud, just all the shit that they flagged and removed. So basically now Trump is holding up this money that literally protects our troops and protects, defends the country because he's mad at Twitter.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't even think Trump understands what Section two hundred and thirty no. is or does. Like, I really don't think he gets it at all. I don't think a lot That's of a, no. Congress really understands. A it. Goal. weight <laughs> Yeah. Savage man. <amounts.
3: laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I think honestly, I kind of think that we just need some younger people or they don't even need to be younger they just need to actually know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to these social media platforms and but they do need to be reformed he is right he's just right for the wrong reason <laughs> Right. It's so funny to
0: me that, you know, throughout the the covid relief bill, a lot of the dialogue around has been like, oh, my God, how can we spend so many billions on defense? How are you OK with that? Even how can we spend so much money there and then not help people here? And then Trump's like, I don't give a fuck about them either. So,
3: yeah, <laughs> don't,
0: don't, don't come at me. I don't care about their 70, 50, 750 billion either.
3: I mean, maybe he's like trying to just stay relevant for as long as possible. It's like a, it's like a, he's death like rattling his presidency, like yeah, or give he me some needs news. Two thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. He'll
1: what does he anything. need the money for?
3: He'll take oh, anything.
1: Yeah. He cast it. Remember, he cast the check from from uh, oh, that yeah. from magazine that was like a few cents. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I forgot about that. So the defense budget passed with veto proof majorities in both houses. So lawmakers will try to override it this week. And if successful, it would be the first veto override of Trump's
1: entire presidency. That would be wonderful just as a parting shot.
0: Yeah, that's like one parting bit of chaos that I'm that I'm fine with that. He doesn't have the record of like nobody ever vetoed anything I did. So they can't claim not to like it. We did get a
1: veto at the end. (laughs) Right. I mean, I. that's why I thought the government shutdown was going to happen. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, like, one more for good measure. Like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I don't know. I really wonder when he, when I saw that he's when I got the notification that he signed the bill, my first thought was like, who, who did that? Like, who got <laughs> that? Uh, well, good he's maybe that. He is, pulled one out.
3: Yeah, um, maybe he's like, reminiscing on his long, because he holds the record for the longest government shutdown, right? And he just like wanted to add on to that
1: he's winning something yeah
3: yeah well
0: I'm working on a theory that Melania's name is actually Melanie and she's from <laughs> and she's from Hartford Connecticut so maybe uh-huh. Melanie handled it
3: yeah she goes she, so when she's in when she's in uh, Slovenia she goes by Melania right
0: Slo- right exactly <laughs> and
3: then when she's here she goes by Melanie
0: right when she's in Slovenia she just can't she forgets the English she forgets the Slovenian words for for various produce I'm sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to discuss the hilarious baldwin drama a little bit more on tomorrow's show with millie and elise please return for that don't worry we won't leave you hanging but definitely wanted to get to this covid relief information and please you can go subscribe to morning announcements right now on spotify and itunes and that will be out on monday until the end of democracy i'm amanda dimmerman
3: i'm brian russell smith
1: i'm sammy sage and this is the betcha sub podcast The Betches SUP Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your
3: emails to SUP at Betches.com. Betches.